Everybody's great when they're not tired. The champions is when they're tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you're going to piss like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dog see. Woo! Yes, indeedy. Welcome back to another episode of the Aussie Fantasy Football Podcast. Joined by the usual suspects. I'm going to start with Porter69, because he's just turned his camera on. It looks like a Deshaun Jackson jersey yeah, in the get, background. I'm getting on board with um, the style Tom's been rocking and, you know, hang a jersey up in the background. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm giving the respect to Baltimore uh, Ravens' number one wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Lock him in, 75 rushing yards this week. <laughs> uh, one of those old gags. Tom, speaking of, how are you, mate? Excellent, mate. I have got Jamar somewhere behind me. I don't know where it's gone, though. It might have fallen on the floor. That's Burrow, mate. Yeah, I know, but Jamar's meant to be there too, but I can't find him. He's oh, gone no. walkabout. Mm. You're going to have to chase him down. Yuris, <laughs> how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Oh, sorry. Uh, good what are you today? Oh. Guest, guest, uh, huge... Oh. Yeah, just giant. Got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> ugly gorilla. Starts with you. What's up? Worst, yeah, ugly gorilla. Part now is uh, yeah, just cast used to give us the automatic random two letters every time. Now I just like close my eyes and mash the keyboard and <laughs> pick the first two letters that come That's up good. every single night. So I love it. That's where they come from. Boy, just cracking beers. It's all happening here. Week thirteen. Oh, better be any good? It's the ginger beer one. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, I didn't, didn't know you... they made. Didn't know they made it. I mean, why here? Is it right? <laughs> not, not, not very bubbly. A uh, bit flat. Is it like a uh, beer ginger beer, or is it like sweet sort of cordial ginger beer? Yeah, like a cordial ginger beer, a bit more like yeah, that. That's more um, like my go, I think. No, I might give it a go. Not too bad. It's just a bit flat for my like, not not fizzy enough. Yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> flat, flat. It's, it's... Review. Uh, yeah. Usually this is Monday, but uh, look, it is what it is. Look, it's Thursday. <laughs> We're ready to roll. Have Why do you have a Deshaun Jackson jersey? I'm just wondering. Who do you even question this? Deshaun okay. Jackson, 75 rushing yards. All right, so the story goes back to, I think we went on our end of season trip. Um, yeah. And it would have been like early weeks when the NFL, like after soccer season, NFL started. Um, and we're there, we're trying to watch the game. It might have been the Friday game. We're trying to watch it. And one of our mates goes... Um, no, I think we we're going to put a multi on. Yeah, yeah and, he's, and, and he wanted to... He knows nothing about it. And he was like, uh, Deshaun Jackson, 75 rushing yards. <laughs> and he actually had some rushing yards in that game yeah, too. Not we were like, oh, look out. <laughs> what I, I mean, like 7.5, but... <laughs> I feel like if he picked receiving yards, he might have been, he might have been yeah. closer. But he actually had a decent game. Um, but yeah. So Pete bought his jersey. No, I bought it. Oh, I, 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 I just yeah. found it for a good price and yeah. bought it. Away we go. <laughs> nice. All right, well, here we are. Week 13 is about to be upon us. Game tomorrow, of course. Playoffs are just around the corner, boys. Uh, just very quickly off the top of your head, pretty good success rate getting into playoffs, you reckon? Or... Yeah, just yeah, I think one I... that I need to have things go my way to make it. It's pretty unlikely, but the rest I think I'm in. Tom, smashing cool. it. How many of your yeah. 705 leagues? No, I'm actually not, not in that many. Uh, but uh, all the ones that I'm trying to win, I'm I'm in playoffs, I think, or or close to playoffs. I'm six and six in my main dynasty league, which is a bit a bit nerve wracking. 
Mm. Yeah, coming up against a 7-4, 7-5 team this week. So, need a win. Pointer, feeling good about your teams, mate? Uh, most of them. One of them is a bit... Uh... Yeah. How you going? <laughs> no, no, that's and that's the one I'm playing you with this week. Maybe maybe oh. I get a that one. That one actually, I looked it up. I was playing around with the numbers, and I think statistically, I've got a chance of getting in mainly because I have the buy against you this week. And then after that, I have I play uh, Dean, who's who's in. He could be in, but like um, he could what's be his name? I should have beaten him last week if I had started. Saying. You know, uh, uh, Gowie's playing. Um, I think oh, Gowie yeah. plays two of the top. They might play you as or might play Tim and um, Kiwi, and then that like he's already in the spot, and he looks likely to lose two games, but I have to win two games to get in there. So I yeah, love to sit in there and just doing the maths and be like, oh yeah, if this game goes this way by ten points, and this one goes this way by. <laughs> well, my team, points, and then next week I beat this guy, then I can make it. I love it. The worst one is I'm in one league, right? And this week I needed to. I think I'm six and six. I've got up to six and six, which leaves me equal. Or one game behind the last spot, but with the points to to jump it right. But my team, it's actually screwed because I've got James James Connor on by, DJ Moore on by, DeAndre Oof. Hopkins on by. <laughs> um, so you need is, a win, and everyone's gone. Oh well, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, in what, who do I lose in that league? I just lost Rashad Bateman. Um, that's a while ago. So yeah, mm. Mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe anyway, I have a so who cares about our leagues, eh? Me. Well, was I asked the question, all right? <laughs> yeah, look, I thought I'd, I didn't think it would go for 17 minutes, but <laughs> note to sell five minutes, now equals 17. All right, let's rip in. Work a week, week 13. Oop. I'll just take those minutes out of the, the New York Giants-Washington uh, game, right? Yeah, that's fine, yeah beautiful. Right? That's yeah. going to be pretty easy to do. I've got a game that goes for about eight seconds this week. So <laughs> yeah, did I? Yeah, that's pretty standard for you, though. You was right, going for about eight <laughs> seconds. 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, congratulations. That's long. Been working hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so once again, week 13. Uh, obviously, this episode brought to you by a draft a stars. We'll talk some DFS action halfway through these matchups as per usual. Hit rate's pretty decent. Had maybe a couple of misses last week, but is what it is. Uh, reach out on socials at fantasy NFL. Oh, goodness me, at Oz Fantasy NFL on Twitter. Don't go fantasy NFL only because you're going to be absolutely bombarded for months. Twitter stuff, but anyway, uh, leave a five star review. We do, of course, appreciate those as well. But let's rip in. Hey, it's uh, one, two teams on by Cardinals and Panthers, as discussed before. So it's 13 games. Let's get cracking. Buffalo Bills at New England Patriots. Tomorrow's game, Pointer. Yeah, I don't know why I keep giving myself the first one off the bat, but oh, here we go. Probably because uh, you split got... the matchups up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why I just, just, you're just very guess. selfish. Yeah, yeah. Um, I we want you, anyone else want the, the Bills at the Patriots as like. The juicy matchup of the week. Uh, I don't think so. So this one's got. It's it's not ter- terrible, but it's not it's not the over under closer to fifty. It just it's at forty three point five with the the Bills minus three point five favorites. And if you look back uh, last couple of years, the Bills have actually had the wood on um, New England uh, in New England. So I think first when I looked at it up, I thought I was a bit like, oh, I better look up that the history there because. Um, New England's a tough place to play, and historically the Bills hadn't played well there. But uh, in recent form, I think uh, the Patriots haven't had the, the knock on wood home advantage there. So um, in this one, Diggs has a really good matchup, eighty point eight. Um, Gabe Davis is looking pretty average, um, but I think this is a this is a matchup where the, the Patriots D line uh, should be able to stop the run against uh, Buffalo. Uh, it's going to be something they're going to have to, I mean, play to their strengths, which is probably how. Um, 
Buffalo do play well. They've, they're a better passing team than a running team. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how that actually plays up, whether um, the Patriots are able to take a little bit of the edge out of the game by stopping the Bills from um, getting plays on the field and forcing Josh Allen to have to throw too much and not have any balance. But we'll see how that goes. But what do they have here? I think this is the, the big question in this matchup is how reliable is Devin Singletary going to be? Like, can you play him? Um, in his last two meetings, actually, against have been well for him. He's had 94 yards total and a pair of touchdowns. And this is against the Patriots. Um, so, I mean, he has had a history there. Um, but at the moment, it's sort of... He's a bit of a, a, a forced play, right? You don't have any other guys to, to play in with his bye week coming up. So, um, James Cook has sort of started to take a bit more of the um, the share, 80%. Naeem Hines is still not really used. Um I don't know. Dawson Knox has a has a favorable matchup this week, but his unreliability is just not there. His his ceiling's not high enough with the um the yards he's getting. Um, and it's it's touchdown dependent at the moment. He's not really getting enough looks in the touchdown space. On the other side of the ball, uh, Damien Harris out. So this is a this is a great start for um Ramondre against uh, a weakened weaker part of the Bills game, which is stopping the run. So I think he's an easy play. Mac Jones, um, he had a good week last week, but I think. This week, something I'm not going to go out and say, oh, start Mac Jones. Um, who do I have left here? Nelson Aguilar caught a touchdown, so he's going to stay on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's probably Myers is it sits there as being an opportunity to play. Um, but, I mean, I don't like the Friday night game. I don't like this game too much to be flexing out um, or forcing to have to play Jacoby Myers too early. So I'm probably going to hope I have a better option there. But if I have to, I'll start him. Who's the backup running back with Damien Harris out? Uh, like Pierre Strong or yeah, Pierre Strong, yeah, Kevin Harris or someone. Yeah. Anyway, just wondering cares, as a watch because they're they're obviously Andre they're Stevenson. trying to they're trying to fade Damien Harris out and um, yeah, I wonder what they do with that backup sort of I running think it's back. Just more, more Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, yeah I, I which think... is very unpatriots like. Yeah. Well, last week he had 82% of the snaps, right? Mm. Um, so that's pretty ridiculous there. They like him. And he's he, the thing is, he's playing well there. But I think Tommy is right. And I do understand. Like, I think that could be one of those sneaky, who's the other back in this team? Um, maybe in DFS for for this this slate, right? Who's the backup? Get a touchdown. To get a touchdown and sneak some points for real cheap, right? Um, worth considering because, you know, they'll, they'll put someone out there. And the Patriots don't care who scores a touchdown. They're not going to be like... Oh, we we want Ramondre to score this. If it's a one yard carry, maybe it is Pierre Strong runs it over. We'll give it to someone else. So Kevin Harris is a good goal line back, but mm. I don't even know if he might be on the practice squad. Don't know. Anyway, Mac Jones under under lights last week put up twenty three fantasy points. Any chance of a repeat? Two touchdowns, three hundred eighty two yards. Nope. Got to get used to play uh, watching Mac Jones play in the next couple of weeks. They've got many prime time games. Mm. See the Broncos got flexed out of prime time in. Look, I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants to be, I mean, if everyone wants to go to sleep, or the NFL wants to put, you know, everyone to sleep, yeah, go for it. They're going to put up points now. They've been taking out. Watch it. Yeah, you watch. Yeah, he's got to come good. He's got to. I yeah. listened to his podcast this week. Yeah, he's he's. It's not recent, but you know, he does sound like a a weirdo, but. <laughs> I thought you were going to say winner when you started saying W. No, I mean, uh, no. Uh, I think the hardest, 
Yeah, we won't get started on Russ until he's not eating enough W's at the moment. That's for sure. All right, right, let's go. Pittsburgh Steelers at Atlanta Falcons. So, just uh, one point favorites here. So a nice tight game, but only forty two point over under. Quarterbacks are kind of both streamable. They're um, they're those quarterbacks that have got a bit of rushing upside that you can flex in in an emergency every week. So maybe if you've uh, you got one of those buy quarterbacks and you, you're desperate, you can throw them in. But uh, I think they're lower end and they probably don't have a, a huge upside at scoring a big, big week like uh, some quarterbacks can. Uh, at the running back, who the hell knows? I mean, if you're looking for 40 to 60 yards and maybe a catch or two, then uh, this is the game for you. Otherwise, um, if you're trying to win, look elsewhere. Uh, there's, there's four running backs probably. And if you throw the dart at the board and hit the one that scores the touchdown, then maybe you'll be happy. But I, I just can't see anything. You've got Algier doing, yeah, that classic work kind of 11, 11 carries, but not really much going on. you got the, the fast guy whose name just will not come to my brain right now. Uh, Huntley? The old, Huntley. Oh, no, 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 Patterson. No, no, Patterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Huntley? <laughs> <laughs> The fast guy. <laughs> the fast guy was. I mean, if you ran him in a race, who'd be faster? Do you reckon? Um, ten years ago, probably Patterson. Lucky we were in ten years ago then. <laughs> but he's he's just not reliable at all. And then yeah, you just really don't know who's going to take the most carries for Pittsburgh this week. I I'd have a tough time picking picking the right one. I think it could be McFarland, could be Benny Snell, could be Pickens. Piggins, yeah, Pick whatever. <laughs> Anyways, at wide receiver, speaking of George Piggins, um, just a highlight catch machine, and the Falcons yeah. allowed the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I think he's a pretty strong start this week uh, up in that high-end wide receiver two range. Deonta Johnson's a volume player, but he doesn't have more than 11 PPR points since week four. So not yeah. real good. Um, I think he's pretty much... A drop, or he's he's one of those players that's just sitting on your bench in a in a redraft league, and you never play him, and you'll miss his only good week of the year where he flukes a touchdown. And really, you should just go pick a defense up that's going to get you through the playoffs or something like that instead of him because he's he's not on your team. Um, and then you got Fry Pat, who is one of the uh, higher end tight ends this year. Um, he's not one of superstar, the few but every week. Yeah, plays. you can just start him every week and. Um, yeah. This is a, a middling team against them, so I think it's a good option this week. If you like to live dangerously, I guess you can go Drake London, but I'd probably just stay away from the, the Falcons passing attack. There's just yeah, max 30 passes in a week, and it's just not enough volume to, to score any fantasy points. I like to, like to live dangerously. It just takes me back to Austin Powers. Yep. Just a classic gag. He does anyway. drag London in his team. <laughs> he also does like to live dangerously. <laughs> you have 17, sir. Anyway, play on. <laughs> Anything else? No, that's it. Tombo. Jets add Vikings over under at 45 and a half. Uh, Vikings are three-point favorites after what Mike White did last week. Um, is Mike White Tom Brady and Zach Wilson Drew Bledsoe? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Mike White is the play. Don't know how you can sit him after last week. Uh, Garrett Wilson's a play. He's just an every week start. Tyler Conklin had 80% of snap count, uh, which was the second highest of any receiver behind Wilson, behind Garrett Wilson last week. Uh, also three catches on three targets, but does have a tough matchup against uh, Eric Kendricks. Is that his name? 
whatever the linebacker is mm-hmm. there at the Vikings. Uh, Elijah Moore is a risky upside start. Only 35% of snaps last week, but had mm. two big catches and a touchdown. He, he sort of looked like he was on the field a lot more than he actually was. Only yeah. 35% of snaps. Um, just, yeah. must have the, When he was on the field, he was really involved. So that's a good thing. Uh, Michael Carter had 30% of snaps and two targets. Uh, Zonovan Knight saw 48% of snaps and three targets. Yeah, what's Either Michael a... Carter's injury, injury status at the moment after that last week? No, I didn't read anything on Sleeper. Let me have sure. a gander. Real quick. Anyway, um, either a good chance for a touchdown. Vikings are 21st against RBs. So, I don't know. I'd be tempted to play if you picked up Son of a Knight this week. I'd be tempted to play him if you got a few out. Um, good cover for James Conner or someone if you got him. Carter uh, practice my... Wednesday. Could play. Could play Sunday. Yeah, questionable at the moment. Yeah. Well, Son of a Knight seems to be the go then. Um, yeah, he looked pretty good last week. Over to the Vikings, Cousins is QB 13 on the year, but take out the Dallas game where he scored uh, one point, was it two or something? He's averaging 18 points per game, which is QB 10. So he's going a little bit under the radar. Uh, JJ is a very good player. Adam Thielen is wide receiver three in a tough matchup. Is a a wide receiver three in a tough matchup. Um, I'd say Source will be on JJ, so Thielen will get... Uh, the other guy that's uh, is that Michael Carter, the other DB, Probably. The other corner. I'm not sure, if he plays in the slot, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, Thielen. I think PFF had him at like thirty-three. I probably have him a little bit higher than that in my rankings. Uh, can't wait to see JJV Source. That's going to be fun. Uh, Hawkinson mm. and Cook are just every week starts for me. I mean, yeah, you'd never sit them even in in the worst matchup. Uh, sits Vikings are nine and two in a great offense. Shouldn't really be sitting anyone except Alexander Matt Madison and KJ Osborne, but you've only really got them to cover injuries. Um, so yeah, that's Jets at Vikings. That'll be a pretty good game. Pretty keen for that. Yeah, who's, who's it? winning it? Vikings. Mike yeah. White's going to throw three yeah. picks. I reckon. I put yeah, I, I put that Mike tweet White. up on uh, Mike White, and uh, we got we got some good feedback about Mike White or or Wilson, um, and this one bloke. I'll, get him up. I'll just get it up. Uh, Steve Johnson, he commented, commented, uh, this is crazy. All of you who voted Mike White, go put your money where your mouth is and trade Zach Wilson for Mike White right now and see what what that gets you. Uh, it's such recent. I, I saw the poll and I wanted to comment, this is such recency bias, but, you know, it's like... I don't, and I think, I think um, it's, I mean, the better quarterbacks are harder question, but it's sort of like who is more... So, like, I don't know. They think there's something with, with Wilson, right, that he just hasn't taken a, a step up, which is what they need him to do, um, especially in terms of passing the ball and winning games, um, which is sad, right? I think that's it. He can bang milfs, but he can't... Uh... <laughs> He's good at putting his own balls in different tight places, but not good yeah. at putting footballs in tight places. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the big winner here is... Uh, Elijah Moore at the moment. Look at him go. Look at he's, he's like he only had two targets though. Two catches of two I mean, targets. Like we're all getting excited, but two more than he had in like the previous yeah. four weeks. All excited, yeah. Line, isn't it? Mm. He got uh, involved, but, right? Yeah, I think you know Mike White is sort of a. He did this last year. He beat the Bengals, had a massive week. Then the next week, he had no no touchdowns and four picks. So mm-hmm. I think this could be a, a similar game for Mike White. I think he's going to sort of show why he's a backup quarterback this week. Uh, yeah. Maybe, like, you know, look, he's still not real old. He's still young as well. So I think that's the interesting part. Like, this guy isn't like a seasoned backup that can run yeah. you all the way through. They've taken this gamble, like, to take yeah, it's Wilson a out 
Um, and they must see something in that maybe Mike White's taken a step forward. But you don't know yeah. when you're the Confidence. backup quarterback whether you've taken a step forward, right? And now has to go out there and play against. Um, but the Vikings are still leading the, the NFC, right? So let's right. see how. Zach Wilson has zero confidence. Mike White has a hundred percent confidence. So yeah. you got to stick with him and yeah. until Should he loses it. <laughs> Did you hear the Elijah Moore thing last week? So um, all the players after the game were running over and um, shouting, "He is free!" To him. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty damning indictment on yeah. Zach Wilson for me that the players are just everybody. so happy. He's, he's just Zach absolutely Moore? lost the locker room. Like- Zach Wilson doesn't make up his own plays. I know he sort of reads the offense, but, you know, the OC, if the OC's telling him to throw the ball at Elijah Moore, eventually he's going to throw the ball at Elijah Moore. So it's not yeah, all on Zach Wilson. It's anyway. just it's just the vibes, right? Like, Yeah, definitely. You don't want to see that. And, yeah, no. I, I, don't, I don't even know how they can really go back to him next year. It'd have mm. to be like a lot of player management to, to go back to him in the off season. It's going to be real tough slog for Salah to sell that to players. Oh, I think this is the the veteran quarterback location that if there's an opportunity yep. to bring someone in, they'll be a team that... I mean, it has to be a, to, a real elite guy. They're not going to You can see Jimmy Garoppolo. Down. He's coached him Jimmy. His, on his team before. That, that wouldn't be surprising yep. at all. Yep. All right, Denver Broncos at Baltimore Ravens, uh, 38 point over under. Ravens are seven-point favorites. 38, 38. Probably, a bit, probably a bit too much, to be honest. <laughs> uh, this could go one of two ways. Either the Broncos win or the Ravens win. Could go a third way. Yeah, it could go a draw. You're right. Uh, or, uh, you know, football loses, which is probably the, the major comp. The anyway, lose. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Broncos, start with their duty. Still uh, DNP. Did not practice Wednesday with his ankle issue. It is really, really, really difficult to start any Bronco. Uh, Sutton and Dolchich, probably your best bets because they're the two guys that are actually getting on the field consistently. But they are both inconsistent options. They're consistently inconsistent. So last week we looked at uh, Kendall Hilton. Copped nine targets for the Broncos last week somehow. I didn't even know Russell Wilson could throw nine passes to a player, but anyway. Uh, and then Brandon Johnson was the other wide receiver on the field. So, yeah, look, <laughs> he's going back to the practice squad, so that went well. Uh, but, yeah, look, they, they needed a body on the field, I think, so they're probably going to bring him up again. So, um, yeah, the only one I'd start there is would be Cortland Sutton. Uh, Greg Dolchich, if you're desperate for it at the tight end, but uh, he hasn't quite done what you were hoping off his first appearance. No, he's uh, been tight in 9, 12, 8, and then since then, 38, 17, mm. 44. So mm. It's chaos. Yeah. It's yeah, the, wow. the targets are way back down to... Well, the catches are actually down. He's, he's still getting four or five targets, but... Oh, and Kendall Hill. They're not scoring, nine, not scoring touchdowns. Yeah, good fun. Uh, Latavius Murray played 82% of snaps last week, had 13 carries off the back of that. Uh, could be a running game for both teams, to be honest. Um, the Ravens are pretty tight on the old rushing yards, the uh, eighth worst for running backs points scored. So uh, they're pretty stingy at giving points to the running back. So probably look elsewhere, especially seeing he's 104 years old as well. So uh, Ravens, Lamar was actually limited today with a quad popped up on the injury report. Uh, yeah, likely. Isaiah likely was also limited with, uh, I've written here with a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I was in the tight end position. Can't remember what his injury is, but uh, look, we'll start with the, the running back position. Gus Edwards, he had the majority of the carries last week, but he only played 50% of snaps. Um, he so looks good. He did, but you know, he when he's. 
he's he's only on the on the field fifty percent of the time, and they're splitting mm. between you know Drake and Justice Hill, and yeah, it's a bit of a tricky one to to predict that he's actually going to score or have enough volume to to be a running back two, running back one, even um, which is what you're aiming for. But uh, yeah, look, <laughs> I'm a bit hesitant on the the backfield here. Mark Andrews and Devin Duvernay, they're on the field most snaps, uh, but I don't know, this offense is just not clicking. Um, and even Mark Andrews dropping touchdowns last week, it's just it's just not working. Uh, so something needs to, to be fixed here, and I don't think it's going to happen against the Denver Broncos, who are a pretty bloody good defense. So um, Demarcus Robinson was the other option that everyone was kind of clamoring for the waiver wire for. He crashed back down to earth last week. Uh, most of the other options on this team are just kind of boom or bust. So uh, we've said start at your own risk before, or you like to live dangerously. Uh, I think if you're starting any players here, you're living dangerously. Um, Lamar's yeah, probably going to have right. a, enough of a flaw that he's going to rush the ball a bit. So, going Lamar right last week. So Oliver catches his touchdown, Andrews catches his touchdown, and he gets in on that rush instead of being a, a millimeter short. And he scored like fifty points last week or something. It's just yeah, it's it just seems like, to be the story for the Ravens. Just a at the bit moment, away. Though. So it's pretty much just can um, they get out to a seventeen point lead against Denver? If they do, they'll lose. But if they keep it tight, they'll probably win comfortably. So I think that's the key for the the Ravens this week. Stupid losses. Someone mentioned Mike Boone today. He's coming back uh, this week or next week. Is he going to be a thing? No. No. Short answer. No. Going to be a thing. Okay. Latavius Murray. They've got yeah, like they've got no one there. Give me Latavius Murray against a different defense, uh, but not this week against. Yeah, like they're not going to Murray's. Just been serviceable for them for what they need to do. He's not doing anything bad. He's not doing anything yeah. exceptional, but he's getting yards and he's fantasy startable. Um, so, I mean, I don't think they needed to. Mike Boone's never had the same workload. Uh, let's have his Murray's handed in his career. So, I don't have any expectation that a perennial special team running back is going to come in and yeah. carry the load, right? Like, that's yeah. the reason the Broncos ever brought Boone in was because um, he could be the RB3, but also he had. Special teams work like that's what he was good at. So yeah, they yeah. bringing in there to help special teams and not yeah. really fill the void of running the ball. Yeah, keep talking, Porter. You're on. All right. So this one is um, what do I have here? Washington <laughs> Commanders, not the other team that I always <laughs> versus the New York Giants. Um, yeah, what are the, who's the favorite here? Washington actually two point five points, the forty point five over under. Um, I don't know. This one's pretty interesting, and I think I was looking at some some numbers here on. The Giants versus uh, quarterbacks, just to get an understanding whether um, you know Taylor Hernia was a good start this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, on average, they're getting giving up sixteen points to the quarterback uh, weekend, so he should be should be a good player this week. I fucking um, love it. I love it I'll, so much. Oh Taylor, so yeah, that was just my entry point to bring up. Um, but I don't hate Taylor Heineke this week. In a, in a, Who's that? Uh, Never heard of him. Yeah, what about Taylor Hunia <laughs> or hemorrhoid? Taylor Heinkel. It's <laughs> uh. an aircraft manufacturer. Oh, oh everyone knows. Right. Everyone knows that one. Yeah, it's everyone's um, favourite. But back to this oh, matchup, I think I think one the key player that I like here is Ooh. probably. Um, <laughs> Your microphone just got so much better. That was oh. remarkable. Keep talking exactly like that. Is Terry McLaurin this week? Um, he's got a very good matchup against the Giants, and I, he's my play in this one. I think uh, Samuel. I mean, I just don't think there's going to be a ton of volume there. His matchup isn't as great, so I'm a bit cautious on him. The tight ends actually had last week destroyed um, the Giants, but I wonder whether 
Do you think see any any value of Logan Thomas this week? Or Jesse Bates. Uh, you're not, there's no confidence there, right? They could they could do it, but Logan Thomas can <laughs> score a big have a go. <laughs> I like Logan Thomas. Yeah, yeah that'll be unreliable. I think yeah. I think like the like you know Dalton Schultz last week had a two touchdown performance. This week, are you going to go and say, oh, I'm going to trust this team to have put up a, a tight end to have two touchdowns? I just don't have the confidence. And maybe if it's in a if it, in a real flex, it's a positive matchup here, but. Just not quite um, as sold, but I think this one's where it sort of gets uh, the most interesting for me. Is is the Washington defense has been playing uh, very good of late, um, and in last week's matchup, they actually held the a, a strong run team of the the Falcons to I think not very many yards, 118 yards on the ground. So I th- we did mention it, and that we might have I might be jumping the gun here, but there was a talk of a uh, old Saquon Barkley being maybe a um, What's foreshadowing. You're foreshadowing uh, here. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, just go it. Just, just bit, talk a bit about of it. A bit of a fade here, so we'll just say that there. This matchup is tough, and I think um, it's hard to bet against him, but especially in uh, in, in, a, in a redraft or in Dynasty, you're probably gonna, you can't sit this guy, but in DFS, maybe that consideration for fade is there. Um, and I think on the other side of the ball, the, giant, uh, the commanders, uh, who's the running back that you're liking at the moment? Gibbs on or Gibbs off? It was Gibbs off last week. Robbins yeah. on or Robbins off? Yeah, exactly. Who's, <laughs> I, my point is here. I don't. I don't know who it's going to be. I um, don't know. I you, if you got, I think you just start whoever you got. Like not yeah. many yet have both. So you got Gibson starting. If you got Robinson starting, and if you've got like, both, like what are you doing with your life? This game could really, like, really end up like thirteen ten or something. Mm. Like this this could be really yeah. low score in this game. So I will. Be, well, yeah. it's an opportunity for like Hesitant they talked about it go with them, yeah. early on how the Giants like to get it, get the game to the fourth quarter and still be in it, right? That's their their mantra how they want to play. This is a team that probably they can they can keep that too and see how that goes. Um, so it should be. I mean, I think this is going to be a good football game, just maybe not a elite fantasy yeah, game for us this week. Yeah. Your Giants, you was gross. Yeah, look, I, this is a. I don't know. Like, it's not an important game because you know if we lose, we miss the playoffs. We get a high draft pick. We win sick. We made the playoffs. Who expected that? Like, it's kind of a win-win for the Giants with no pressure. I, I'm interested to see how they go next year with a, a bit more like riding on them. Like, teams will, will expect them to win some games because they got good good coach and maybe some new players on the roster. So, it'd be interesting to see how they go without the the pressure on them. But uh, Anyway, yes, next game. Oh, get up. Go. I was going to say whether they get up for the the rivalry match here, right? The, as a as a team, yeah. if they get it, they can if they can play, make some plays early. That team will rally. Like you can see, yeah. they they want to play for each other. Mm. Um, and they play Washington. Washington's got the bye in the middle, but they, and then they play Washington again. Mm. Um, they'll be keen to win this one because um, Washington coming off the bye will be a bit harder next time. So they'll, they'll be ready to win this game, I reckon. Washington are in a good chance of making playoffs. I reckon they'll be making yeah. a push. So are the Giants. So the, really, yeah. these two games are going to decide which of these teams makes it. And I think it will let the Seahawks in, probably, the fact yeah. that they play each other twice. So um, that's that's where this game is for, for me. And hopefully the, my Giants can get up. And we'll all be right. hailing them again. Yeah, we will all be hailing the New York Giants. Uh <laughs> 
Jags versus the Lions. This is a pretty fun game. Shootout mm. written all over it. 51.5 point over under and uh, nice. tight one point spread. So 25 points each, uh, basically, which is pretty nice. Uh, I'd be attacking this much matchup pretty much wherever you can find a player. I think um, it's not just like a, you know, a, a high scoring game. It's one of those like high fantasy games. Like both these teams move up and down the field and sometimes they score and sometimes they don't and they let other teams move up and down the field on them so this could be like pretty fast paced and uh, a lot of yards and if the defenses don't turn up in the red zone a lot of points as well so Zay Jones uh, he's been the top 36 wide receiver in half his games this year which doesn't include a wide receiver 37 finish and he just missed out on that supremely underrated eh? yeah um, but he has two wide receiver four finishes on the year which does show like that's a bit of upside there as well he's not just you know one of these guys that finishes at wide receiver 28 then 30 or something like that he's 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 getting plenty of targets so i really like him i really like kirk this matchup um and on the other side amonra st brown just so much volume but yeah obviously i faded him pretty hard forever but um the volume is just still there he's he's not quite scoring how crazy he scored at the end of last year where he was just scoring touchdowns all the time. So that's a... Because Jamal Williams just keeps running yeah, in. Yeah, that's the um, problem, right? Yeah. So he's still just so reliable in your fantasy team. You have to have him in, in every week. He's pretty much going to finish at that, like, 12 range every single week. Hmm. Um, speaking of Jamal Williams, huge touchdown chance this week. Uh, if you're putting on a bet over at play-up, yeah, chuck, chuck it in and, and get... Uh, Catch Jamal Williams for a touchdown score because I can see that happening. If Etienne's going to play, not sure, limited today at practice, um, he's definitely an awesome play. But uh, I think yeah. that uh, Jamichael Hasty can probably give you a pretty decent uh, replacement value. He had a, a sick week last week. He's, he's he looks electric. so good. Yeah. He's, he's one of those players that probably, like, if he had to play every week, he probably doesn't look quite as good. But when he's just filling in here or there, wherever he does, he always kind of pops off and oh. looks pretty good. Oh, he <laughs> Hey, <laughs> Peter. Boys, just know. so our, obviously Discord. We've got our uh, punters club. Pointers just snuck in there oh. and chucked Jamal Williams anytime touchdown scorer. So you, you can't have it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That wasn't going to be my bet anyway. Oh. Uh, so yeah, uh, Detroit have no tight end, but uh, Evan Ingram. You can get him in if you if you're desperate, but he, he really needs a touchdown. He's one of those tight ends that. Yeah, and then both the quarterbacks are, again, in that streamable range, which is sort of the theme of all my matchups today. They're like, what? they might score pretty well because it's going to be a high-scoring game, but at the same time, I think if you're playing for the playoffs this year, the quarterback position has been such a difference-maker position that you've probably got one of those sort of top five guys and you're, you're probably playing them over them. So it's really only if you've got uh, Kyler or something like that and you need to fill in this week, then... <laughs> Get the shit out of me. Then Goff or uh, T Law could be in, in your lineup. Anyway. I like T Law as a streamer this week. Mm. I reckon yeah. he's a. Yeah, yeah. You know, if he's on waivers, I'd, I'd be playing him over. Geez, a lot of every A lot of those like starters. Tom Brady and uh, yeah. yeah, Aaron Rodgers, any, any of your older guys that aren't performing, I think. Lamar. Put him in there. Yeah, Lamar's an interesting conversation this week. So. I've got him in my home league and. He's been very disappointing the last few weeks. But he still kind of scores. Like Even his disappointing yeah. weeks are, aren't like, like 10. Yeah. They're like 15, 18. Yeah. 
you know, 23 last week, it, it felt way more disappointing than it than yeah. it actually was because he missed that six points. And if he mm. if he got in on that touchdown, it's 29 instead of 23, and you're laughing. So, yeah. Sweet. Tombo, over to you, mate. Hey, right. Who have I got? I don't even know now. Packers at uh, Bears. Packers at Bears. Oh, yeah, this will be a ripper. Uh, over under at 42.5. Uh, Packers are 2.5-point favorites. Packers starts. Looks like Rodgers is going to play, which is mm. somewhat surprising. Christian Watson is uh, better than Randy Moss. Lazard has a 10 out of 10 matchup and a low-end wide receiver too. Aaron Jones is RB7 on the year. All of them are starts. Uh, Christian Watson is going to explode this week again. Uh, Sits. AJ Dillon had a big week last week, but he has been shit all year. He's a scary, scary flex option. Um, like, to be honest, if you've got a shallow redraft league, you've probably dropped him. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you'd pick him up and play in this week. I'm not sure if it's worth it. Um, same as Tongan, who is maybe Tonyan. I've written Tongan. Oh, Tongan. classic autocorrect. Tongan? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he has the fifth best tight end matchup for the week, but he's been shit this year. So, yeah, I wouldn't be playing Robert Tonyan. Uh, Randall Cobb is averaging eight to ten points when getting snaps, but you can't really you can't rely on him. Um, he's actually been pretty consistent when he's been on the field for for fantasy, but not consistent enough as an every week starter. Over the Bears, Fields is still fifty fifty to play. Limited practice today. Backup quarterback David Montgomery is an every week start. Chase Claypool is suddenly the wide receiver one after Mooney fucked his ankle and gone for the year. Uh, Did I you think say Claypool... backup quarterback, David Montgomery? <laughs> he was the backup quarterback <laughs> last week. Yeah. Didn't you know that? He had a few wildcat snaps, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He actually was. Well, he was that's named the backup sounded, quarterback. It just sounded <laughs> Shit, funny. Really? Yeah. Cause, um... Oh, because Seaman went down. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, because he, he went down, then he didn't went didn't go down. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. That would have been... Shepard you wake tweeted, up at 5 o'clock. Um, yeah, what was, who's, who's the other? Nathan Peterman. Nathan Shepard Peterman. tweeted that Nathan Peterman's going to start and David Montgomery is the backup quarterback. Uh, I thought that was one of the great <laughs> tweets. Um, Claypool is an interesting option for the rest of the season. I think I think that if he's on waivers, he's he, you, you have to pick him up now. Um, but, yeah, I reckon he's just going to be one of those guys that's going to be like 20 points every second week and he's going to go really under the radar here for the for the rest of the season. Um, same if you have Cole Komet. If you have Cole Komet, you've, there's probably no better options on waivers, so you nearly have to start him. Um, sits Simeon if he starts, and any other wide receiver, Equinemius, St. Brown, Byron Pringle had a touchdown last week. Sit all them. They're all shit. So that is Packers at Bears. Does Rogers still own the Bears? I'm tipping an upset here. I'm on the Bears this week. Mm, Even like if Simeon it. plays, I reckon. Big Interesting. That's a big call because they got mm. nothing. So, all right, Both who are we? We're up to me, aren't we? What am I doing? Cleveland Browns at Houston Texans. Uh, the return of, and I, I, I do love that the ballers call him Voldemort because it's just a perfect name because I don't want to say him. Uh, but it is Deshaun Watson's return to Houston. Uh, That's a good one, actually. I rate that. Yeah, yeah, he's going back to the Houston Texans. Quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, though. Now, uh, yeah, look. <laughs> I don't think you want to start him yet because he's going to have more rust than the Titanic. So let's just uh, see what happens. But uh... not only that, but he, his passes are all going to be him just handing it off to Nick Chubb, handing mm. it off to Nick Chubb, handing Nick Chubb is just by far especially the best against. Run. He's yeah. like so far and away the best runner. Even Derrick Henry, who's like just an elite running back, I still think Nick Chubb's like ten percent better at running the ball yeah. than him. He's just 
mega. Yeah. He's going to go off. And having said that, Kareem Hunt will score three touchdowns this week. <laughs> well, Nick Chubb was, did not practice today. Rest day. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. Same with the Murray Cooper. Rest yeah. day. It's absolutely no problems at all. You're obviously going to start uh, Nick Chubb. We were going to put him as our premium player of the week, but it's too obvious. So we're, we're going to pass on that one for now. Uh, so if you listen to that later, obviously we'll give you the actual one. But uh, uh, David Njoku, he was a, did not practice with his knee issues. So look, it's a bit hesitant to put him out there if he's... Uh, even questionable, or if he, he gets out there, it might be on a snap count. You're going to be absolutely spewing because he was a pretty good option for fantasy land over the last, well, over this year, actually. So uh, you're probably going to start Amari Cooper, even if Watson does have all of this rust. And to be honest, he did like chucking it deep. So DPJ might actually be an option uh, in your flex spot. Just got to see what happens. It is the Texans. They might get so far ahead that they just run the ball 40 times and pass it six. So it's going to be tough. Uh, watch out for David Bell. See how his rapport is with Deshaun Watson. He's had five, five, and six targets over the last three weeks. So they're starting to get him a little bit more involved. So let's see what the rapport's like. Don't start him yet, of course. But, uh, you know, your dynasty human beings, if it's, he's still sitting on someone's taxi squad or for some reason he's on waivers, feel free to go and uh, put a claim in because he's yeah, he's mm. definitely getting more involved. So uh, that is David Bell, your, your, your guy. No, I'm kidding. That's absolutely no, not your guy. Texans, no news on quarterbacks, which seems like it's still just going to be uh, Kyle Allen again, which is a bit strange. Uh, Cooks also did not practice, but he was a rest day. Burkhead did not practice with a concussion. Uh, so he's in the protocol. Uh, so it could be a Damian Pierce week here as well, uh, off the back of two pretty shitty ones. So uh, Browns have given up the second most points to the running back in the last four weeks. So, mm. you know, you, you, hopefully you're not going to go with a Hattie of shit games, and he's on for a big one here. So uh, Damian Pierce, a bit of a fan of starting him. Uh, and I'm also a bit of a fan of starting Nico Collins. Um, his, his volume's there. He's on the field. Uh, just a shit ton. Can't remember the exact number off the top of my head, and I've lost it, so happy days. Uh, but this is a pretty, I think it's going to be a pretty grindy game. Lots of runs, uh, and the clock's kind of going to vanish pretty quickly here. So they're saying 47-point uh, over-under. I'd probably look at the under for that one, just rush the ball, and clock will disappear. So It depends how many times Nick Chubb's run just runs straight through the line and goes in untouched pretty much. So yeah, exactly. How many points gets caught 64 touchdowns, Nick Chubb. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, look, it's obviously going to be interesting to see what Deshaun Watson can do here. Um, there's going to be a lot of hate in the Texans building, I reckon. So uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to see what the crowd does. They might actually pack this place out just to go and sledge him. So I think so. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't I hate, hate it saying that. I wouldn't Imagine hate if that they won. Imagine if the Texans won. I'd love it. I mean, they can afford one win. Yeah. Because they're two <laughs> wins ahead of Chicago. Or- mm. Broncos or whoever. So get other teams to bring in their really good players and dress up like the other players and play like a super team against them. <laughs> so see if he notices. Maybe uh, T. Y. Hilton could uh, return oh, wow. from uh, retirement, like just like he has on Pete's jersey in the background. It just oh, oh that's who it is. I thought yeah. it was Odell, but it didn't look like Beckham uh, on the back. The old jersey. T. Y. <laughs> wow, there you yeah. go. All right, shall we get into our draft star segment? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, someone came up with this premium plan. I didn't mind it. Who was that? That was yeah, it was me. Was, yeah, go. Uh, yeah, so draft stars, our, our friends over there, best place to play DFS. Uh, get over there, get into our Discord and, and chat about it beforehand as well, because um, a lot of lineup building and, and a lot of winning happening in there. Um, it's uh, just a real fun way to play fantasy if you're yeah, out of the. If you're out of the playoff hunt in your in your main competitive league, this is the way you can keep going. So. This week, premium play, I'm, uh, I've thrown this out here. Don't know if everyone agrees with me, but really like AJ Brown this week. He's been chirping a lot in the media about uh, how good the trade has been for him. Um, 
revenge game up against the Titans, even though they're giving, or they are actually giving up the third most points to wide receiver, which uh, surprised me a little over the last four weeks. They feel like a tough defense. Um, $14,230. you got to pay up a little, but uh, I think he's going to be worth it. Um, yeah, I think this is one of those ceiling games that he, he offers, and uh, yeah, he gets in for a touchdown or two, so start him up. Yep, don't hate it, and he's obviously being fed the ball by our MVP, so uh, let's see how we go. Uh, fade of the week, we did mention it before, or Poit mentioned it before, when we are going through that Giants game. Uh, Saquon Barkley at $15,960. Uh, Washington just shutting down the running back position last four weeks. They're ranked second best in points per game, so I think it's like eight points per game. It's absurd how many uh, points they're not giving up, so... Uh, he's going to be our fate of the week. I think we discussed him enough before. And then uh, Tombo mentioned a big game for Christian Watson. He's actually our value for this week. Uh, only $9,040. Uh, the players going around him are a little bit absurd. Um, I'm just going to have to find them again. But he's he's actually like cheaper Mac than Hollins. yeah, cheaper than yeah. Mac Hollins, Deontay Johnson, who's done nothing, Darius Slayton. He's cheaper than all these guys. And he's scored how many touchdowns in the last four weeks or three weeks? Like <laughs> six touchdowns or something absurd. So... Um, yeah, I think he's definitely a go here. He's scored yeah. in the last three weeks. He scored 24, 21, and 35 fantasy points. We look to double that uh, that salary. So if you've got nine green, you've got to have 18, and I reckon he's going to easily pass that mark. So yeah. Christian Especially Watson. in those uh, tournaments, eh? Since he's a weak winning type of player more than the, the safe volume. Look, his yeah. touchdown's going to come because... It's just going to happen for the gag of he's scored more touchdowns in four weeks than Russell Wilson has. <laughs> yeah, correct. So once again, uh, if you need some more help with your uh, DFS lineups, you can obviously switch over after this, of course. Switch over to the TFL podcast. They can obviously help you with all of those big Not matchups. Not on tonight. Oh, wow. Not on tonight. What no, do you mean? Sick, sickness in the house. Ooh. Sounds uh, like bitchness. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you probably not listen to this podcast till tomorrow anyway. So uh, yeah, it could yeah. be on tonight if you're listening tomorrow. Well, if not, uh, looking for it. Just yeah. listen to all of us, and we'll, we'll give you some. Or jump into Discord. That's yes. what it is. There you you go. Go. There you DFS go. advice over there. But if you do have problems with gambling, one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight to go and chat with somebody. But yeah, get amongst the boys. It's great fun. And girls, if there are any. Point out over to you, mate. Yeah, I've got um. Tennessee Titans at uh, Philly here, and this was banking straight off of our premium play of the week. Uh, Philly are minus 5.5 favorites, and then that leaves an over-under of 44.5. So pretty decent total here. I guess uh, like one team that is very solid in defense and one team that's been pretty pretty electric on offense. That's probably disrespecting the, the Eagles' defense as well in that regard. But I think this matchup, the key or the most difficult part is going to be how does the running backs of Philadelphia go against this Titans defense because um, they've been pretty fearsome against the running backs. Uh, Sanders had a big week last week. Uh, I think it was, it was 21 carries, 143 and two. Um, but like, this... what, 360 rushing yards as a team last week though. So, yeah. so I think back to week one, I think Saquon Barkley was the, he's had the best performance against the, the Titans defense. Um, but they've, they've held Jonathan Taylor to 42 yards, 58 yards, Samaj P. Ryan, 58 yards, Damien Pierce, 35 yards, Josh Jacobs, 66 yards, Aaron Jones, 40 yards, James Cook, 53 yards. Um, they've been pretty stout against the run game, so I think this is a week that I'd be concerned about um, playing probably Sanders in this matchup. Um, I still think Jalen Hurts is a good one here. They'll look to use him to run the ball more to, to keep it going, but this is a wide receiver-friendly matchup. Both these guys... Um, Actually, on the, on the week, PFF have A.J. Brown as the top 
the top matchup, top performance there. And I think in fifth place is actually um, Devontae Smith. So both these guys have very good matchups. I expect them to take advantage of this. I think there's going to be a bit of running on the ground from uh, Jalen Hurts, but the Some passing pass game is going to be funnel, there. as they say. Yeah, I think that's that. Well, that's going to be the difference, right? And that, if that, if the Titans can find a way to stop that, uh, maybe they'll. That's the only way I see it not happening. But I think they're going to want to have to come out and, and play hard. It's a home game here. It's not in Tennessee. If it was in Tennessee, maybe I'd be more, more. I'd have throw more a bit more weight behind. Maybe Tennessee can come out and and do something here. But I think this is a game where I think um, I'm going to start my Eagles, and I think it, it's a it's a week where you're really happy you have um, Jalen Hurts, and I think our MVP has been been kicking it and it was good to have him back in Chiefs 3 uh, combined with Kyler Murray have both of them out there together because when you have those two quarterbacks it's uh, everything wait, goes pretty well wait, let's put Kyler on by then anyway <laughs> mm. who's your backup? this a big NFL game hey this we don't is... have one yeah just a big, big... not anymore mm. no it is it is a big game yeah I think it's, it's a tester for both teams so I'm interested mm. to see the outcome of this one uh so next no, wait. Week. Oh, I was going to say. Well, obviously Derrick Henry is a play. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to talk about that, but like Derrick Henry, uh, I don't think there's anyone else on the Tennessee Titans at all. Like team, I don't think there's anyone there. So yeah. Traylon Derrick Henry. <laughs> oh yeah. I've got Burks. a question about Burks actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me just look that up. Keep going. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think the volume's there for him. I'm not going to expect a great upside in this matchup, but the. Defensive backs are hurt with, uh, what's his name out? Um, Gardner, Johnson. Oh, yeah, Gardner, Johnson. So, yeah. yeah. So, Burks yeah, will be a play. The question I got sent in was just, is Traylon Burks an every week start? So, If you like to live dangerously, yeah. I think he's an every week start. Probably, yeah. I think if he comes out of this week, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if he puts up this... And I, I, I'd take pro- 10 points. I'd take if 10 pro- points yeah. from this week. If you can make that gamble, I think there's a good chance he gets there as well. Like, But if you need 30 yeah. points, like you need the big points from him, can't expect that. But if you're, you're going to sit there and say, do I need 10 points from a receiver? Then yeah, I think you can play um, play Burks this week and, and be comfortable with that. Five I think catches for 50 yards is pretty easy. Yeah, he's definitely like a guy that on matchup you could throw in ahead of somebody that maybe has a really bad matchup like bit scared of, like, you've got to play Amari Cooper, but I'm a bit scared of him last this week, you know, at Houston, where they may not need to pass the ball at all and new quarterback. He's like a, a risky player this week. Maybe I'd feel safer about Traylon Burks getting a couple of, you know, passes behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to run for 20 yards after those catches and, and yeah, get to 10 points, and you'll just take that over the, the, the huge risk of a player kind of really screwing your team, so... You know what? It's, we talked about this being a, um, I don't know, you know, a game back home against his old team for um, for AJ Brown. But maybe it's also a game for the Titans to say, look, we've got this new guy who we can do all the same things we did with you and, and mm. put him on, put him on show. And um, you know, try and shut AJ Brown up a little bit. I think it's also, yeah. you know, it's about like the brand as well. Whether they go out there and say, oh, look, back up the decision we made. Like we got Traylon Burks. Mm. Um, and this, we're playing against a guy that we got rid of, and we see we replaced him like yeah. The guy replaced it is is just as good, and it could be like a you know a marketing spiel or whatever they want to do it. But I could see that case being, and I think Mike Rabel is a good coach. He'll find a way to um, 
get this they, team up. Is they know his game so well. Right. They know his strengths. So mm. yeah. his strengths is um, strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they know his weak. Like his weaknesses is what he's right. Like his up downside is he can go missing for games. Right, just do nothing. And I think that's what the Titans know how that mm. happens, and maybe try and do that to him. Anyway. Well. All right, we spent a bit of time on that so we can race through the next game, which is Seattle Seahawks at the Los Angeles Rams. This is literally the shortest um, write-up I've ever done. So <laughs> who saw this coming? So seven and a half point favorites for the Seahawks. Who would have thought that at the start of the year? Mm. But um, there's just not only no star power in this Rams side, there's there's no start power at all. Like, there's nothing. I, I can't even tell you a player that I would feel happy throwing in in a 14-team league on this Ram side this week. Uh, just nothing doing. They're the best matchup for the Seahawks defense. So if you've got a defensive league, Seahawks, get them in. Geno's going to crush them. I was expecting Pete to come back with a new jersey. 100%, 100% was looking at the same thing. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, if you got yeah Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf, they're both pretty much every week starts. Uh, there's really nothing to talk about. Kenneth Walker, get him in. I mean, even if you were feeling a bit frisky, get Will Disley in or something like that. But um, Ooh, frisky a, Will Disky. Disley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disky. Fant makes him a bit hard to start Ooh, with any confidence. Uh, yeah, you never know with the the tight ends there. So uh, No, uh, Tyler Higby Love with Seattle giving up a billion points to the tight end. I mean, like it, it seems like a good matchup, right? But They're just shite. Yeah, they're just so bad. So Higby's always that player that can score zero turn up every now and then. any moment. And uh, he's a scary player. But yeah, I guess with a good matchup, okay. I will. If you start Tyler Higby, I won't laugh at you. But if you start any other Ram, um, you're going a bit nuts. That's it. That's it. What about Kyron Williams? Kyron Williams, love? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I just don't care oh. about the, the The Rams are so bad. That I'm just, I'm just not going to start any of their players. I, I, who are you honestly starting him over? Like, what team do you have that you don't have two better running backs than Kyron Williams? I, I oh, know. I have him in two spots that I have to play Kyron Williams. So. <laughs> yeah, I've probably Raheem Mostert or Kyron Williams. I could deal with him. I've Raheem huh? Mostert if he's playing. To be honest, yeah, if he is. Gus Edwards or yeah, Gus, um, 100 times out of 100. Loves um, the Gus bus. Or is it up to me it? yet? Yep. I think Boyd's sure. trying to think of another option here. Amir Abdullah <laughs> or uh, Kyron Williams? <laughs> no, I'm trying to get the actual backs that I can, could play over Kyron Williams. Well, I, I reckon Amir Abdul would be on waivers. You could go. All, well, he's not on waivers and sheeps too. I tried. I needed a running back. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Dolphins at 49ers. How good is this game? Over under at 46.5. 49ers are four-point favourites. Uh, before we start, I would like to thank Pete for and, and Lord Jesus Christ for gifting me this game to study. I'm calling it the San Francisco 49ers versus Miami 94s. The uh, Finns starts. Tour is averaging 20 points per game and every week start. Waddle and Hill are good players. Jeff Wilson has a tough matchup, but I still think he's a start. Uh, sits most of his dealing with a knee injury. And has been on a snap count, only twenty eight percent of snaps last week in a soft matchup. Uh Gasecki sucks again. <laughs> such a frustrating player. Um I've got Gasecki, Kate Otten, and Juwan Johnson, and had they have the three worst matchups 
that's in my oldest dynasty league. They're my three tight ends I stream, and they've got the worst, the second worst, and the third worst matchup this Are week. Are they all coming off bagels as well? Did they even yes, score any points? Yes, no, none. No, they had uh, two targets between the three of them and uh, <laughs> no catches. <laughs> it was fucked last week. Ooh, I got yeah, hammered. Right. I got hammered. Um, where are we up to? 49ers. Jimmy has a high-end... Jimmy is a high-end QB2 with a decent matchup. Miami at 28th against opposing quarterbacks, which I kind of find that a little bit surprising, but that has been a fair shootout in a lot of Miami games. Uh, CMC isn't practicing with a knee complaint, but I'd be surprised if he missed this game. Kittle, Ayuka uh, every week starts. Debo dealing with a quad and hamstring injury. Has been the limited. Both sides of the leg. Yeah, but should be good to go. I actually think this is a bit more serious than than what people are making out. Um yeah, Maybe I, it's I, like, mm, though, that one injury is cancelling like two negatives and they're cancelling each other out, so his leg's actually in perfect balance. Or he's <laughs> well fucked, one of the two. Sits <laughs> uh, looks like TDP will play the Elijah Mitchell role. Mitchell? Uh, Mitchell. Huh? Did you say Mitchell? Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. You Elijah definitely Mitchell. said Bitchell. <laughs> it might have been like a little bit of like, I've got hay fever and it sounded yeah, sound like it, but I'll tell you what, you definitely said uh, he's a He's a close watch. I think he might be a fantasy option for finals. 49ers were using Elijah Mitch, Mitchell a lot last week and he, and Mitchell looked pretty good. So especially if CMC is, is a little bit banged up, they could put him on a snap count and TDP might be a, um, might be a go. That's Tyrion Davis Price for anyone that doesn't know who that is. Uh, but I am so excited about this game. I'm, I'm going to watch this game. I don't watch many games that, you know, aren't the Bengals. Uh, so, can't believe I got that game. Hell, like, you know I thought people would give himself that game. Watching games is the ads. That's what Red Zone. Yeah. Oh, Red Zone's bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly right. You know what I really like watching is the um, games in 40. Mm, Have you seen? Yep. Do you watch them? Yeah, I like them. They're so I just, good. Oh, I hate when you get a, a bo- like the worst thing is a boring game where they, they just punt, punt, and it's mm. like ad break. Oh, we're back to another ad break for 20 minutes. Colts like and Steelers last week. 15 It was seconds. awful. Yeah. One minute ad, 15 seconds full of just disclaimers because the medical product <laughs> for the reasons that you want to use the medical product for. <laughs> have a headache? Have this paracetamol. Side effects include dying. Do not take <laughs> if you have a headache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you watch it on. If you watch it on KO, it's all there's like only two ads on KO, so it's always the same ads. You just watch it over, oh, yeah. and Mind over, you, and over. There oh, is, God. I think it's Progressive Insurance that do the challenge. <laughs> oh, they're the greatest ads I've ever seen. Yeah. That's a bit cool, actually. Don't be your dad. Like, the, <laughs> don't become your parents. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> I see you all day talking about ads. Yeah, I love ads. The twenty minute games, though. There's there's nothing worse than watching a twenty minute game, and you know, wide receiver goes up. Catches it with one finger somehow. They don't show you a replay at all. It's and it's the cool. next like, how the hell did you catch that? Oh, never going to see that again. Oh. <laughs> what was the overrunner in that game, Tom, by the way? Miami San Fran? Well, it actually wasn't that high. Uh, 46 and a half. Yeah, yeah. I'd be betting the over on that, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually like, yeah, you think about the amount of players that have gone from the 49ers to Miami. Mike McDaniel against 49ers. Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. Like it's going to be an awesome game. Mm. Can't wait. Like yep. All, All right, right Kansas City at Cincinnati Bengals. You said yours was the shortest write up. Here is mine. Start everyone. Fifty-two point over under. Chiefs the three point favorite uh, at the Bengals, which is yeah, look, it could be a little cheeky upset there. Um, Bengals playing at home, but uh, I didn't look much into this game because I literally just said. 
start, everyone. So I, I apologise for my uh, lack of injury news here, but I'm just going to quickly get it up while we're talking. Um, Juju or Garrett Wilson? Uh, Garrett Wilson. Is Juju playing? Juju or Christian Watson? Uh, Christian Watson. Juju. I actually like Juju this week if he's playing. But... I like MBS this week just quietly, and it's disgusting, but um, he, he could is. be my guy. But uh, what do you do? So uh, Marcus Valdez-Scanling, we've popped up on the injury report, but he's full participant. Kadarius Tony with his hamstring issues. Wouldn't be surprised if they just kind of wipe him out for some reason for the rest of this year. He's just Those hamstring injuries just keep coming back, and it's just not, not cricket. So he didn't practice this week. Uh, or Wednesday, I suppose. Um, neither did Juju, so there you go. Uh, Jarek McKinnon also did not practice on Wednesday. Um, so, look, yeah, it's just stuff you got to monitor. Obviously, Kelsey's a play in the backfield. It's, it's a bit gross. Um, so we're not starting everyone. You're a liar. No, I just it's just funny to say. I just want to just say. Yeah, Pacheco, I'm probably going to give the nod. Um, yeah, definitely. He's, he's, his volume's been real good over the last uh, couple of weeks. He's got into the end zone. Um, last week, which helped as well, but uh, playing on what's his snap percentage at the moment? Fifty percent of snaps, which isn't superb, but getting twenty-two carries off those fifty percent of snaps is is pretty. And fifty percent of so. snaps for the uh, Chiefs is actually not that bad. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, uh, yeah, the wide receiver room—you've just really got to take your pick your shot. Um, Justin Watson was out there a lot. Um, didn't get any many that you know, quality targets. But, injuries, though. Yeah. Well, they're still injured, so. Yeah. Who knows? Um, you know, the Chiefs. What about you, Travis you've, just Kelsey? Got to, you've got to pick. You got Kelsey, obviously. You're going to you smash that. Um, you just got to oh, pick, so pick yeah, your receiver yeah. and hope they score. Like you know, I've said you know these guys over Juju, but then all of a sudden Juju's going to put up ten catches for you know hundred yards and a touchdown, and then um, MVS will shit the bed. So yeah, just pick your guy and, and hope. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah, Pacheco is a start over to the Bengals. Uh, wide receiver Jamar Chase limited in practice. Probably going to go. Might be on a bit of a cheeky yeah. snap count to see how he's going, but the amount of shit he's been putting on Twitter today, he better play. He better, yeah, exactly. He has been stirring up the Chiefs' corners all day. It's been funny to watch, but if he doesn't play, it's going to look so bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, running back Joe Mixon also a little bit limited today as well. Uh, obviously, he's trending got, in the right uh, direction, though. Yeah, exactly. That was the concussion, wasn't it, for Joe Mixon? Yeah, yeah that's from a head um, knock, nothing else. Yeah, and I think in a, such an important game against the Chiefs, if he's if he can go, he's going to go. So, um, yeah, look out for him. Uh, obviously, Higgins, you're going to be playing Higgins despite whether Chase is in or out. Uh, Tyler Boyd's dropped off an absolute plateau uh, since his really, really good game against Atlanta in Week 7. He's put up... Uh, two, five, and six fantasy points in the last three games. He's kind he's of a little bit of opportunity drops. went up. He's just disappeared. <laughs> yeah, he's exactly. had some drops, which is so unlike Tyler Boyd. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, volume's not there. He, oh, he had seven targets uh, two weeks ago against Pittsburgh after the bye, and then four targets last week. It's just, it's not enough volume that you can rely on in your wide receiver three or flex position. So, wouldn't be looking at Boyd, but Higgins and Chase, if they're both there and Chase is 100%, gets off this injury report, they're obviously going to be smashed plays as well. Uh, tight end land for um, the Bengals. Hayden Hurst, isn't it? Yes. Not confident. Hayden Hurst or uh, Cole Komet? Oh, Jesus. That's my start set decision, actually. Uh, you know what? I'd go Hurst. I'd go Hurst just because there's going to be some points scored here, and I think uh, he'll be the option for, for Burrow if, you know, he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> He's been good. Hurst has been yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Really good. Um, yeah, so, yeah, look, just start some players, watch some games. This is going to be a fun one, too. So, 
Are you confident here, Tombo, that you're going to get a W? Right. Or? Sneakily confident, yes. Sneakily confident. I don't mind it, to be honest. To yeah. No, I actually don't mind it. The Chiefs are due a, a bit of a shit game. Um, and travelling to Cincinnati, I think I think the Bengals might get him. Our defence has been playing their dick off lately. That's got to be really that's got to be painful. Yeah. <laughs> Red raw. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll swing into this is my last one. Um, this is the what do I have? The Chargers. Chargers at uh, the Raiders, and this one um, it has a pretty high over under fifty point five. Uh, the Raiders. Yeah, what's the? <laughs> I was like, I was like, the Raiders are. Not, I'm reading it wrong. The Raiders are not favourites. It's fun and around on me, but yeah, Chargers are minus one point five favourites in this game. Both teams are very good at giving up points to the quarterback. So both these quarterbacks are plays. Of course, Justin Herbert's going to be a play, but I think Derek Carr is even a play in this one. The only position that actually the Chargers are, are semi decent at defending is the tight end. So I think that puts a little bit of a. Uh, a halt for me on Foster Moreau, but I think the other weapons, uh, Josh Jacobs, start. Um, Dante Adams, start. Keenan Allen, start. Uh, Austin Eckler, start. This, this, is, this is just one of those matchups that's going to be the bread and butter of your week. So um, I think Gerald Everett's the one that I think there's an opportunity there, but the Raiders have also been very good against um, the tight end. So would consider that there. Mike Williams, still questionable. I don't think he practiced so far this week. Um, Palmer, I mean, Palmer's the guy that you've sort of thought, can he step up? Can he take any more role? A bit like that Tyler Boyd gets an opportunity. He goes in there. He can have some catches, have some valuable points, but he doesn't really step up to the, the next level of what you'd probably expect in a Chargers offense. So I think if you're, if you're hoping for to get max 10 points out of him, maybe you can play him. But if, you wanna, if you're hoping for a guy that can shoot for, into that 20-plus range, I think Palmer's probably not quite there. So, um, But otherwise than that, the, the running backs are plays and then, quarterbacks of plays and throughout it's, the rest of the wide It's kind of a weird week in that like all the teams that don't have fantasy options are playing against each other and all the teams that do have fantasy options are playing against each other. So like some of these games are outstanding. Other games you're like, ah, oh, don't start anybody. It's, it's a bit odd. So I think there's a lot of good fantasy matchups this week. It's do you start Matt Collins? I mean, you can. They the, the can points to the, the wide receiver and I think there's only who's the, like there's only two of them, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I finally sold in my tanking league. The oh. shoes? Yeah, three thirds or whatever it was. Thirds Van Jefferson, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, and Mac Collins for three thirds. One third pumped. each. I've been trying to sell them that's, for months. That's one. Do you start killing that's Cole? No. Oh. No confidence. Hey, I mean, he's the wide receiver three in the Raiders, Raiders land. No. Yeah. Playing all but they have now. Devontae Adams, who is like the one yeah. sort of one and two. And two. <laughs> and is the one number three. And I'd actually say maybe probably Foster Moreau's the receiver three mm-hmm. over Keelan Cole. But um, definitely, yeah. Don't stoke the Coles. Don't stoke the Coles. Yeah. Roger that. Indianapolis Colts at <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. He was. Yeah. Look, um, it's a bit of a weird game. It's... Dallas are just on fire at the moment They're against. The Colts that kind of came out with Jeff Saturday and looked okay, but then they just keep losing and they looked dreadful last week. So 11-point favourites, and, yeah, you can see Dallas just pouring it on here. So, uh, yeah, look, basically, Cowboys, pretty easy. Like, Dak, yep. Lamb, yes, please. Pollard, of course. Schultz, um, why not? So, 
you got Zeke, even he's probably going to run in a touchdown. Basically, you know where, the, where you're going to go in this team and you can start all their players any week, even Gallup's a, a good shout. I actually thought Schultz hadn't been that good and then I went and quickly looked and realised he was the tight end one last week. So, <laughs> don't know. She seems to fly under the radar as a good player for some reason to me. So, uh, yeah, I think he's a he's one of those every week starts now and so are all the Dallas players until they suddenly look good because this team looks... So until they look bad, this team looks very, very good at the moment and they're only getting healthier as well. Got, uh, I think, Zach Martin coming back this week and it looks like uh, they're probably going to have a full offensive line heading into the playoffs. So I think they're a real contender. On the Colts side of the ball, a bit more interesting. Pittman, he gets heaps of work. Um, super safe wide receiver too. He really has... I think he's only got one touchdown this year, which is a bit of a surprise to me. But... Um, yeah, he's he's had even like a 20-point game without a touchdown this year, so he's he's just getting basically all the passes. And along with that, Paris Campbell's dropped down to three targets after six the week before and, you know, double digits the week before that. So he's super inconsistent, and it seemed like Matt Ryan liked him, but now he doesn't. Um, Alec Pierce has two donuts in the last two weeks. So it's really just all going to Pittman at the moment, and uh, you really that's all you can start in their receiver core. JT looks like he's fully back under Jeff Saturday. They, they're they just running the ball um, all the time and they're just going to commit to their best player, which is what they did last year and it's how they were successful. So no surprises there. But uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Jill Honeywoods because... I um, ask you about him. Jill 64% of snaps. Like Jill Honeywoods. Yeah, I just kind of half breathed halfway through his name, <laughs> Jill Honeywoods. Uh, 64% of snaps last week, nine targets, eight for 98. He was the tight end. Nine four. targets. Yeah, he was the tight end four last week, and it's actually the second time this year he's been the tight end four. But outside of that, he's been like completely unstartable. Basically, he's just gigantic and um, fast and explosive. So I think for me, I think he's more of a like a a dynasty stash if Mm -hmm. for some reason not on a taxi squad. And um, yeah, just have a have a wait and see, see if he gets more involved, see if he stays this involved because there's a lot of potential in his athletic profile and um yeah he's he's one of those tight ends that could be probably not the main target for his offense but definitely like could have a high touchdown season if if the Colts end up looking like a good team again with a new quarterback yeah I find it really fascinating that he's had this one week and everyone's just going off their brains oh quick get Jelani Woods he's going to be the next big thing I'm like yeah it's one game like calm calm your farm isn't that two, just tight end? One go. Yeah, it's two games, but you know, ten games in between. Like everyone's just like, oh, yeah, Kelsey. Everyone's a new Kelsey. I'm like, in yeah, fantasy, he is a rookie listen. tight end. So yeah, let's just come. It's pretty down. rare for a rookie tight end to to sort of jump. Yeah, but you like watch this, this week. It'll be Mo Ali Cox scoring two touchdowns, well, and we everyone will be like, oh, I remember when we said go pick up Jelani Woods for your, you know, your season long league, and you start him every week. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say likely he had those weeks when he we bounced up and then yeah, the opportunity doesn't sort of. Exactly. No guarantee at last. But I think, I think he's he a player in Dynasty. If you don't have him in Dynasty, right, you've got to pick him up, put him on your squad for a tight end. There's, that's the position that I think has the most room because there's like no one there, no consistency. If you get a guy that's young, fresh, um, and has a couple of weeks, people automatically are prepared to pay. Well, this guy hasn't been terrible for three years and now he's only having two good weeks. It's oh. only like his first year he's had a couple of and People think, oh, he could be good for ever when really he could just fall back in and that's the tight end you want to pick up and make a move on or, or key so in summary if he uh, 
if he gets nine targets again this week, uh, just offer him to every player in your league for a second and see what happens. He might give you a bit of woods. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you just got one then. <laughs> that was my sarcastic laugh. Saints at Bucks, Tom. Saints at Bucks over under at 40.5. The Bugs I've got, three and a half point favourites. My um, computer is doing wonderful things for, uh, what do you call it? Auto, whatever. Uh, Saints starts. Kamara has been very inconsistent, uh, but he's still RB15. Last week, I think he had like four points. The week before that, seven points. He's been yeah, very up and down all year, but he's still RB15. Uh, he's still an every week start for me. Don't want to miss out on that two receiving touchdown week that he gets, which he seems to get fairly often. Alave is a low-end wide receiver too and has a very safe floor. Alave is just an every week start for me at the moment. Um, sits. Andy Dalton has a tough matchup. Tampa at 12th to opposing quarterbacks. Landry hasn't been getting enough high-value targets. He's been getting targets, but not enough you know, down the field or, or in the red zone. Jawan Johnson is a tight end, too, for this week. He has a tough matchup against Levante David. Uh, bench utility, Taysom Hill, has been too inconsistent to be a start. Um, hasn't he fallen off the planet? Well and truly. Taysom Hill. Over the Bucks, Tom Brady, Chris Godwin. Rashad White has an okay matchup and is a smash play if Lenny, if Lenny is ruled out. Be prepared for a six-point week from both if both if both. Oh my god! <laughs> Be prepared for a six-point week from both if both play. Uh, so yeah, if both play, you know it's a pretty tough matchup against the Saints. So um, yeah, I'd be uh, what do you call it? limiting expectations on both of them. But if Lenny's ruled out again, um, yeah, Richard White is a smash play. Um, could be a tough low-scoring game. This, I mean, over under at forty. Wouldn't be surprised if it goes under that. Uh, Evans v. Lattimore, round 483, begins this week, and I cannot wait. We'll be punch on and both get ejected again. Woo. Such good content. Uh, sits. Julio has some upside here and seems to be as healthy as he's been all year. Um, I saw him in the media today saying he's you know feeling fit and healthy, and he actually looked at last game. He looked as good as he's been all, all Probably year. Probably this so. decade, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, since 2020, yeah. 2021, 22. Um, he could get helpful. four, he could get four or five targets, and he's been, he's only a really desperate flex play. He scored two uh, touchdowns think, this year somehow, just cheekily. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one of them was sort of only a check down that he ran for fifteen or twenty yards. And it's every second game, so he's due. He's due. He's yeah, due. Every second game, game, actually. And and like when when Tom Brady's throwing the ball fifty five times a game, you sort of, um, yeah, like nearly all the receivers there are, are startable. Um, except for Cousin Cade and Cameron Bright, who have the worst matchup of the week. Do not start Cousin What's Cade What's happened with week. Cousin Cade? Like, he oh, played he had... all the snaps last week, just got no targets, right? No, he had two targets, but... Oh, no, that no wasn't catches, though. Yeah, he no, he didn't have a catch. No. no catches. Mm. But, like, that, I, I read something about it being, like, um, Otten got, got the targets, but... Uh, you know, got the got the, got the snaps, but was doing nothing with it when, yeah. before he'd been so used, and maybe it's the... Godwin's back, Evans is back, um, both healthy. That is that's less Brady's there, but well. I think. Oh, Brait's getting nothing though. Brait's not yeah, on the field as much. Still, but what? How does it take away his targets if he's not the one of the like? He's not coming off the field for Brait no, to come on. So Tom Brady and Brait's not going to get targets. Sideline and goes, geez, I wish I'd get on. Speaking of uh, tight ends, Tyler Higby last week was a um, what do you call it? Non-targeted. Offensive lineman, what do you call it? Like he wasn't allowed to get a catch. Ineligible receiver. In, ineligible. That's what I was. Yeah. Downfield. It's the stupidest penalty. 
No, so the whole game. So at the start of the game, they said Tolahibi is just going to play O-line. And he's, wow. Um, yeah, and he's uh, going to be ineligible to get a target all game. So that I found that pretty interesting. Stupid, yeah. actually. Yeah, it seems seems weird. I've actually seen it before, happened before in a few games. But, yeah, Tolahibi is sort of receiving tight end. And, yeah. They've gone yeah, away from that big time, which is really strange. Oh, but they struggling. Say again. McVay struggling. Yeah, he mm. seems to be. Hey, I think people might have caught up with him. I mean, no Cooper Cup, no Matt Stafford. Cam Akers is, you know, he's been a bust. I think yeah, if you look tough. around the league, though, the, the teams that were successful last year, a lot of them are struggling this yep. year. And it's you wonder if, like, what, what happened in the offseason? Did some defensive coordinator figure something out that nobody's picked up on yet or something? Yeah. Or is it just that the quarterbacks yeah. have all fallen off a cliff? But... I think it's like all the old elite quarterbacks are just doom, dead. Like it's really strange. Like the Rams, the Rams were nearly exactly the same team. Like they had one, mm. their um, tackle retired. Mm. But apart from that, I can't think of anyone else that was on that team that left. And Von Miller, but they Von got Miller. Bobby Wagner. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like the, you think that, the team's Wagner. still still good? They got they lost um, Beckham and they got. Robinson and these things like these similar moves that you think they shouldn't be as bad as they are for what they got. They didn't just go to um, having no wide receivers like the Texans or or anything like that. It's they've got a good team still. Their they run just, game just went to crap. Yeah, because their O line, their O line, I think they had a lot of Whitworth. Um, him being older was probably a little bit. I don't know much where his cap was, but like they've lost him. They haven't been to replace that position. We don't have the money. Like Thirty nine. No, he's forty. I think he was forty four. Like, he was, he was always old as yeah, Tom Brady. So um, <laughs> something ridiculous. But he him him going has left them a hole that in a key position that just can't be filled. And they once that they lost him, I think the O line was bad. They couldn't run the ball. They couldn't do anything. And then uh, Stafford's arm hasn't been the same. I don't know. Yeah. Like this, these teams that go in all win. Um, quickly, the they had success there. I think they are starting to come back on the other side. I mean, like, oh, we can't get, we can't bring anyone in to fill these gaps or do anything because they don't even have their pick this year, which is pretty crazy. Oh. I mean, they got Before a bolt out of it, pick. so like they got a ring out of it. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's right. What do you do? Did you see the stat that uh, Matt Stafford has targeted a white guy and ninety-four percent of these packs? So I just find that pretty funny, but yeah, it's awkward. It's yeah. Awkward. All right, that's it. Matchup's done. That's it. Another week down. Um, as we discussed before, get on to DraftStars. Play some DFS. DraftStars.com.au. Uh, obviously, the, download the app. Jump on there. You can play a 50-cent game. You can play a two-buck game, 15-buck game, whatever you actually can budget for. Uh, jump into the Discord, of course, as well. And, yeah, follow us on Twitter at OzFantasyNFL. Give us a five-star review. We do appreciate them. Boys, unlucky for some this week, week 13. See how we go. Hopefully for you. Mm. Eh, I can afford to lose. <laughs> Confidence. Yeah, it's good Thanks, fun. then. Do it, Tank. How do you? All right, let's get out of here. Always a pleasure. Yep. Catch us next Thanks, week. Lads. Good luck. Oi, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Bye. Good luck. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Everyone's got a trademark. Toodaloo, chow. Some random shit from Pointer. Don't know why I say toodaloo. Goodbye. <laughs>